Hello, I'm Shelton Bumgarner, and this is What's the Crack, Episode 10, Endgame Enigma. In August of 1991, I was at a, I was a day student at a private military academy in Southside, Virginia. I remember very clearly, because even then I was a little precocious when it came to the politics. I remember this is before the internet, before cell phones, and we were I couldn't I didn't have I didn't really have ready access to to TV because I was living on campus because of officers training uh, camp or whatever it's called. Officers training school. It's a long story. Anyway, and I remember like the uncertainty when the coup happened and all the speculation involved and and you know it it just did not seem possible that the Soviet Union, the thing that had been that had framed America for fifty, sixty years, was very possibly simply going to vanish. And then and then it did. So flash forward to the modern day and the United States finds itself in a, uh, a potentially similar situation. There's been a lot of talk about some sort of coup on, a part, on the part of Trump and Barr. And it's interesting that we finally have kind of reached a moment of truth in that, you know, the fear is that when push comes to shove, that ultimately it'll all be very prosaic and, you know, Trump will, will win. And I, and I think the thing to remember is what Trump and Barr want is sort of like the same dynamic as the Mueller report, only a quantum leap beyond that in the sense that they know beyond the spaghetti strategy of just throwing everything they got at the election Post-election, if Trump does not win the night of, as long as they can control the media narrative, they win. That's all they have to do. Control the media narrative. Because the natural inclination of the press, despite, you know, the crazy rantings of MAGA QAnon, is that they're pretty complacent and complicit in Trump. And, it's, and you know, when Trump finally comes for them, it'll be too late. But anyway... So the national inclination will be the, the national press, which is sort of the, one of the final guardrails in a sense, is to, to say, okay, well, you know, Trump won. Or, you know, we may not like the outcome. It may be rather brazen in how much, how, in the nature of its theft, but legally we have to accept it. We are a, law, we're a nation of laws, and Trump won legally, even though he stole the election for various reasons. And so then that in itself is kind of the final, I would say it's sort of the final question of, of, the, of the United States. Uh, are, have we grown so complacent that when, the, the, when faced with an existential, when we are faced with true tyranny, that we wells it, we ignore it. We say, okay, the economy is doing okay. Trump came up with a vaccine. You know, my, my 401k is doing great. 
you know, you know, he's not really going to take that many liberties, right? Uh, but at the same time, I mean, that's that's one metric. At the other end of the other, uh, the other metric is the American self perception, and that is a much more elusive thing to measure because you don't know exactly if the people that would be necessary to make a difference would if it would really register in time to them the gravity of the situation and that and that you know we we really do face a choice between autocracy and implosion and you know there are, there would be lots of people who would prefer autocracy to implosion but yet the case could be made that it's possible that pe the people who would have to take a stand to save the United States or some concept of the United States might say, you know, this, their, their principles, their first principles as Americans would be, you know, this is, this is a coup. This is outrageous. It cannot stand. And they would do something to stop it. But remember, as I've mentioned before, the dead hand of history has decided that America is going to be an autocracy. And so, if that unexpected thing happened, when some people that you wouldn't otherwise think would get woke got woke, it would the implosion would happen. I mean, there, I just cannot imagine a situation where, if things got that bad, that the thirty-eight percent of the electorate that sees Trump as the second coming of Jesus Christ wouldn't say, you know what, we're, we're going to knock some heads, and then that would cause a reaction, and then things escalate, and then the whole country implodes. And then it's not a civil war that we have to worry about. It's a revolution. Uh, but that, I mean, that is so, that is such a fantastical liberal fever dream or maybe liberal fever dream version of the Turner Diaries uh, that I just, I don't know, it's, I, something truly extraordinary would have to happen for that to be a possibility at this point. It seems, I think it's, we're going to just, Trump and Barr will control the narrative. We'll slip into autocracy. Nothing will really change initially. And then within about two years, a lot of the complicit, complacent press will simply vanish. And so it's something of an in-game enigma. I don't know which direction we are going to go. As I've said, just, as I just said, my hunch is that we will become an autocracy along the lines of Putin's Russia with maybe an American twist to it. Um, uh, but I, the thing is a lot of, for, for there to be any sense that we won't slip into autocracy, that the bad guys won't win, we really have to, we really have to throw everything, all our chips on the backs of, or on the mentality of a very unexpected, uh, ally. And that would be center right, not MAGA people who otherwise really have no reason to care. If they, if they as Americans cannot brook an actual coup, then we have a fighting shot. We have a fighting chance. But that I do not feel that that is... It is so unlikely that that will happen. It's, it's, it's too much like the wild scenarios that I used to come up with when it came to impeachment. Uh, I, so I think just like with impeachment, I think uh, Trump will win... And I think ultimately he will get some sort of constitutional convention. He will win that. 
uh, and everybody, anyone who can leave the country will. And my worst case scenarios of revolutions of war will be quaint, and I probably will be in an ice camp being re-educated. Re anyway, uh, all I can say is, uh, you know, uh, this is this is it, guys. This is the moment of truth. If, you know, and, I, and I know that uh, <laughs> I know that a lot of people either don't care or complicit, complacent, complicit, or they they want the very thing I'm afraid of. The very thing I fear, which is an autocratic managed democracy, that's what they want. That's what why they voted for Trump in the first place. They saw the guy from The Apprentice, and that's who they want. He's, they felt as though he was an autocrat, and they wanted an autocrat, and the only problem is that he was too incompetent and way, way, way out of his league. So he, to, for four years, he wasn't able to implement the autocratic uh, policies that they that they voted for him to begin with. And our and, and everything else is just a matter of the the system the the system has collapsed. And so, you know, uh, if I, in a fever dream, a liberal fever dream, I would begin to say that well, maybe, you know, maybe maybe the, we the system needs to be changed. Maybe maybe the entire edifice has collapsed, and so we need to start anew, start fresh, a renewed American covenant. But that, I don't want that because uh, of the obvious consequences. And so I think we're just going to slip into autocracy, and we won't even put up a fight. Prove me wrong, guys. <laughs> Peacefully. So anyway, uh, this is Shelton Bumgarner. This has been episode 10 of What's the Crack? In-game enigma.